Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Fireteam Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Joining me in the studio today is CJ Gibson. What's up? And Steven Rue. Hello, everyone. Steven Rue does a lot of gameplay of Destiny, Fortnite, PUBG here on IGN. And uh, he's backpacked me through trials before. (laughs) We've done many Destiny activities together. He uh, works with my team here at IGN. Yep, Destiny is my boss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So what kind of content are you creating here? Uh, My official role is a gameplay producer. Right now, Fortnite is all the craze, so I've just been stuck on that. Stuck on it. Yeah, exactly. Long live live Fortnite. (laughs) Fortnite and PUBG. Uh, What's your Destiny history? How many hours did you play of Destiny 1? So I first started on Xbox. Yeah. I think I have maybe 1,500 hours on Xbox. Okay. And then I went to playstation during taken king yeah and i think i have maybe three thousand hours on playstation you've played a little bit yeah Yeah. you played a little bit it's an okay game just a few (laughs) trials rounds in there you know yeah uh sean is out on a shoot fran is also in la doing some fran you know vice president whatever he does (laughs) does. stuff yeah uh but on today's show i should have got to this a little bit sooner we're gonna be talking all about the iron banner 6v6 what do we think breaking news everybody we like it uh we're also going to talk about the destiny summit we're going to talk about those exotic changes and progression changes coming to destiny 2 let's get right into it guys iron banner is pretty fun it is yeah 6v6 is the way to go i like that teams can like get on points change capture them faster i'm really glad that i played before the show because i've been um feeling very just like, why? There's nothing really to chase or yeah. anything. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, because sometimes you just play a game to have a little bit of fun. It, I forgot about exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what's weird. Now, it's still pretty sweaty. Did you mm. feel that? I mean, I played with Steven for a little bit. I also solo queued because I want to get an idea of what those both felt like. What did you think then? When you Because you just solo queued. I solo queued for two matches. I lost the first one barely. And I was okay. I yelled at my TV a little bit. I'm like, capture the point. You yelled at the TV? Yeah. No. Yeah. If you're watching my Not Give Me God possible. of War playthrough of God of War, I've been yelling a little bit <laughs> every once in a while over on Twitch. Uh, but, you, but you liked it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did like it. And it gives me a peek into the positive changes they're making ahead of the May 8th reveal. Yes. So that's going to be really good. We're going to see more of that on April 24th, the new Warmind expansion, which Mm -hmm. is coming to Destiny 2. Steven, you have not been too high on Destiny lately. You played Iron Banner, and you said some weird words. What was it? (laughs) I love 6v6 Iron Banner. <laughs> oh, there it yeah. is. There you Please go. make it permanent. <laughs> right? Yes. Right? It's like old school control. It's it's pretty fast paced. Yeah. I can get my tractor cannon trolls in there. Oh, gosh. It's, I watched you so do that a dozen fun. times, and I was like, dear God. Yeah, my, um, my loadout is uh, Antiope. Thank you, Pope. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. It's uh, I think it's Nurgle. It's, it's like the poor man's Entirely. Nurgle. Yeah, <laughs> you missed last week. And clearly. then and then tractor cannon, and everyone's like Such tractor cannon. Troll. But when you hit somebody, they like pop super, and you're like, cool. 
Get away from Boom. me. And then you nuke him with Antiope. <laughs> I mean, good luck with that. Yeah. Annie Yope. <laughs> uh, I heard Pope's explanation, though. And he's a teacher, so that's fair. Um, no, 66 doesn't is know really what he's good. talking about. No, 66 is awesome. Um, I will say that, yeah, you feel any more team shotting? Because I didn't feel that as much. And I think it's a combination of just people rolling a little bit freer. I, I was a getting more chaos. I was getting team shot. Uh, I think people are just hopping in to have fun now and be a little bit less sweaty. Yes. Uh, what do you think, Stephen? Um, for the first time in Destiny 2, I had so much fun. And uh, to be honest, when they said Hero Moments would be back, I didn't really feel it until 6v6. Yeah. I think Hero Moments are back in 6v6 because it's so chaotic. There is no clumping. Yeah. And there's there's more power ammo because there's more players now. Yeah. And for the first time ever, I kept saying, let's play yeah, one more. You yeah. said one more <laughs> one to more. me. And we I, played until 3 a.m. last night. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I had a, I had a blast. Like yeah, I, I'm loving good. it. I'm yeah. absolutely loving it. Uh, it, it'll come back in what three weeks, maybe? Yeah, yeah I think because it's on a rotating this is the playlist. Last one of the season. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think the biggest question that comes out of this is now looking back at four v four, and I think the decision was made obviously for you know competitive reasons. Mm-hmm. It seems really odd now looking at how fun this is. Yeah. Why they did that. And now I mean the maps didn't feel small to me. Mm-hmm. Some of them feel like you're spawning around and doing maybe, you know, I still am catching people spawning on certain maps. But overall like burnout, burnout feels amazing. Like mm-hmm. that feels as close to Destiny One as I can actually remember the game feeling in the last like few months. So yeah, yeah definitely to, good. To piggyback off that, there are certain maps <laughs> that I did not like at all. Right. Oh, which four V four. Ultra Flame I hated that map. Yeah. yeah. Last night we played it maybe like five or six times. 66, it's my favorite map. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's wow. crazy it's how different. four extra players makes it so much more fun. Yeah. It's probably just because there's there's constantly something happening. There's either power ammo to chase or somebody to mm-hmm. engage with and uh, fight against. And yeah. And this was some of my you know comments about Rumble as well. Like I understand, again, like the spawns need to maybe be adjusted a little bit. They yeah. designed the maps with 4v4 in mind. But yeah, there's that when there's a lot more people on the map, you get a chance to have interactions and engagements more often. It feels less clumpy, more chaotic. And I mean, that's what Destiny 1 was. It was a lot of fun. Like it was not as balanced as what Destiny 2 has been the last yeah. few months. So I have to say this. You guys are trial players, right? Yeah. 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 Mainly you guys prefer trials yeah. over, over Iron Banner. I'm an Iron Banner guy. Iron Banner was like my favorite mode in Destiny 1. I played regularly, even after I had the gear, just cause like you would chase the weapons and such. Yeah, yeah. And I, I really, really enjoy that. And I'm super, super happy that it's a fun experience again. Yeah. Like they're reverting it back to Destiny 1 and it's nice to hop in and just have a good time. Even though my characters yes. are at max power, I don't really have anything to chase. Yeah. I mean, I could log in as my hunter, but I'm just like sort of whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited and I'm, I'm happy that we have this again. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's totally. a fun mode to experience. Totally. Yep. Uh, so let's, let me just go over the notes that you wrote here. Team shot. Yeah, it looks like we went over everything. Yeah. So <laughs> let's talk real quick about one of the weapons that some people might be using. The Ooh. DFA. Did yeah. anybody grind that out besides Fran Mirabella, who's not here? Oh. He probably didn't get it. Yeah. And no, Fran did get it. I know. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say I wasn't 100 percent sure because he grinded with Teddy, who also got it after like 50 some uh, grinding. Jeez. Yeah, but it seems like normal is the way to go. Yep. So Fran was talking but. about that. He's like, don't even bother because the percentage increase. Yeah. It 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 clashes with the amount of time, time it takes spend. to do yep. it on hard mode. So just do it on normal, and you have just as much chance to get it. Yeah. So basically. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have it. You didn't get it either. I mean, I was I, noticing a little yeah. bit of getting hit with it in Iron Banner, not tons, but I'm yeah. wondering if that's because a people don't have it, or maybe it's just like I mean, I don't know. What do you think about it from the, what you've seen about the gun? So 
I tried maybe five or six times to get it, and I didn't get it. But the problem with me with Destiny 2 is um, every gun has a category, like 140 right. RPM, 150 Correct. RPM. And to me, no matter what gun you use, as long as it's, as it's that archetype, it feels the same to me. And that's yeah. why I'm not chasing it. That is the exactly. exact reason for me I'm not too. chasing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. For, like, I- that gun feels like any other hand cannon for me in that archetype. Yeah. Silicon like, Aroma. The I have better though. devils. I'm good. Right. Silicon exactly. Aroma, though, the sniper has like super quick ADS. Mm-hmm. So that's really nice. I have Alone as a God. Alone okay. as a God. But that's yeah. the, that's the yeah. trade off there. But you're right. So I think, I mean, I, but it's the first time I've actually felt like I've wanted to invest like time to chase something in the game. And that's been rare. So I'll agree. Like, I don't want to, I don't want people to take away that this is a negative. I like, I said it before on the show. I'm mm-hmm. very happy with what they're doing with the nightfalls. Yeah. It should be weapons for every nightfall. Yeah. It should be a I unique agree. weapon. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we're chasing a special this week yeah but i mean whatever I, well so i mean i think some of the reason why is because when people were talking about it being locked behind eververse we talked about this last week you're just saying you they want people they want stuff to chase totally agree yeah cosmetics could it be at the both at the same time both. right yeah. it could be like hey you do this and then there's a chance at getting the sparrow and then there's a chance at also getting the hand cannon so then yeah. if you actually doubled up and there was a certain strike that you know you could do both yeah. and potentially have a chance i like that i think makes yeah. more sense so yeah like when it was on the ghoul you had a chance at a bond or yep. well if you're running warlock and or grasshopper and, like. and the pulse yeah. rifle which was dope yeah it was disgusting the, did the pulse rifle have randoms or was it a locked no it was random rolls oh, yeah. that's the reason why people yeah. did it over and over again so that was the other reason why it's like you know the god roll conversation they made some notes about you know randomization and what mm-hmm. that means further down the line so yeah if that comes into play and it would be nice in a way if it was strikes like that's the other thing like i want to be able to grind that if i want to but like i mean it's cool it's cool that it's at least available on nightfalls to be able to get something unique so and it's interesting to hear that other games are like oh yeah and it will be dropped with a random roll on it because yeah. they're learning that like oh hey people want to chase the minutia different set of perks for each weapon i mean this is a conversation we keep having like some people are for random rolls. Some people are against. The issue is, I think, for the people who are against it and felt like that it's not a good grind they wanted, it's not replaced with anything. So there needs to be something else to do if it's not random rolls. Yeah. And there really hasn't been much else to grind for in Destiny. Mm-hmm. I so. think I think they had something with the randomization. Yeah. Uh, people seem to be chasing it. What's your take? Did you I, like grinding I, out for I random? like random rolls. Yeah. I think they need to find a f- like a balance between it because in Destiny 1, while there were a lot of random rolls – you could get, for instance, Omnigal, you could get a Grass of Malik that was borderline useless right. yeah. because it didn't have stability or anything. Yeah. If they could find a balance to make every drop useful yeah. but other drops more desirable, than others. yeah, then that yeah, would be nice. You yeah. could get actual trash rolls that you just delete immediately. Yeah, I mean this, this goes back to but the conversation we keep it's having. It's like pulling yeah. the slot machine, yeah. right? Yeah. Did you hit the triple cherry or did you hit the jackpot? Yeah. yeah. But I mean uh, – but at least now – and this is I think what's exciting about exotics – because they're finally looking to be a little more exotic. Fantastic segue, CJ Gibson. It's like I wrote it. Let's talk <laughs> about that. So uh, the exotics in Destiny 2 have been uh, teased. They're getting a dramatic revamp, as we know. we got to look at Rat King, Skyburner's Oath, and... Graviton Lance. And they look dope. They do. Why didn't the exotics – why weren't they like this from the launch though? This it's a, just kind of nuts. This is a very good question. I, mean, I think I know why. I mean I can offer yeah, a take I, on it. I, I think they wanted to play it safe. They wanted to be balanced. Balanced. Mm-hmm. Right. And now they're just like 
Let's break Let's everything. Let's break the game. Yeah. The I mean, title of the show is going to be PvP. Destiny, something along the lines of Destiny 2 Exotics will break PvP. And that's awesome. It's like, it really is. they're just like, let's break everything. Let's just let people break our sandbox yep. and have fun with the game. Rat King looks so fun. Yeah, I wish that crazy. was the exotic that we got. Yeah. Graviton, yeah. I will up? say somebody shot a rocket in there though. I know. So that it looked first, a little that bit. first shot. They showed the a, video and yeah, then you're like, what's happening? But then yeah. they, they did the second shot and it yeah. still looks OP. It's like a different version of Outbreak Prime in a way with the, yeah, you know, yeah, it does. The look Seekers. Like Prime. Yeah, 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 Seekers yeah, are cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but that, you're right. And I think they did this intentionally for PvP. Which at this point, nobody's like caring. Like that was the number one complaint that PvP was so balanced that everything felt the same. Finally, and Skyburner's Oath, yeah, firing when you jump through the sky. It fires seeking mini explosions. That looks awesome. That, that looks super cool. cool. So, That's how it's done. Yeah, and it's just it's like, exciting. all right, Bungie still got that magic. They, yeah, they know what to do. It's just it's it's very strange to me that they. They just didn't go for it. It's the balance, man. It's PvP versus PvE. Like I keep yeah. saying, they – I think – and even if you think about a lot of these decisions when we covered the event back in May, all those things really surprised mm-hmm. me. And, and it goes back to two primaries and one power, uh, 4v4 only on all maps. Like all these things seem to cater towards like the hardcore PvP crowd. Yeah. And that didn't seem to work that well. So. I cannot wait to see what they did with Tractor Cannon because they teased it a little bit. And I'm already using it all the time because it's, it's – you guys watch me at my desk and yeah, I'm like, this is so I, fun. I can't wait for Sunshot. Oh, oh yes. yeah, I want yeah. huge explosions. Yeah. yeah. Well, John Wisniewski posted that tweet with the bridge collapsing at Sunshot. Do you remember that? I, uh, I don't. Yeah, he's like, okay, we're testing out Sunshot here. And then there's like a bridge being detonated and it goes <laughs> – and it like crumples into pieces. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean it's exciting to think of now seeing a few of these – what it could be and what it means for potential other exotics that are released, but others that, you know, might make a return. Is it all – well, I would say is it all flash or is the damage there? But we saw what you could do with Rat King. You were melting, yeah. melting. the raid raid guards yeah, basically, which sure. right now – that doesn't happen. And, I mean, I'd be remiss to not mention this. Vigilance Wing. Right now, if you're playing PvP, you're using what weapon? I am using Vigilance Wing as my kinetic. So that's the thing. it has such a fast TTK. The TTK yeah. is insane. And if it ends up being one of those things where TTK on a lot of the exotics ends up being a lot faster, this was kind of some of the meta thing that I think that they could do. Rather than revamping it or updating the meta, they just introduced new weapons that are stronger and people will gravitate towards that. So yeah. it's less about tweaking the old meta and creating new weapons. And I think the exotics are going to do that. So I just I really want to play with Tractor cannon. I want to see what it does because right now already you hit them and then they just smash against the wall. And every player I use it against, they have no clue what happened. But are you? They're super confused. And I'm just like, this is so great. You're the biggest troll of all the things. Have they even mentioned something about tractor cannon being buffed? Or I think they something about the trajectory at which they go flying. Okay, I don't know. Maybe they go faster. (laughs) They're not touching a couple of them, right? Like merciless. I, I think they're not touching merciless. Yeah, I mean, they've only talked about a few. So uh, from that standpoint, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, my thing is if you look back at Destiny 1, you think about the exotics that wreaked the most havoc in PvP and PvE. Thorn. Last word. Last word. Galhorn, obviously. Galhorn, truth. Uh, oh, and Hawkmoon. Hawk, so, yeah. yeah, so those were things that broke down the TTK and PvP. Like when yeah. you got double-shotted with Hawkmoon, you were like – what just happened? Like, but it was it was kind of great when you were the one shooting it, and and you could see the weapon that you were dying to. You're like, yes. oh, it's a hawk moon. I understand. And and they had to adjust the the proc rate on it. Yes. Right. I will. You say, could still get though, three shot. I yeah. will say the one thing I did like what they did with Destiny Two is they took out luck in the chamber. For 
Oh, I like the, like one. a perk. Yeah. I mean, I miss it too. That was man. a fun perk. I don't know. I, I wasn't a fan of luck in the chamber because if you're in a heads up fight, it shouldn't go down to RNG. If you're both hitting shots, I hear you, and one bullet does more damage than the other. Well, this is ghost frustrating. This is ghost that sounds bullets really boring. And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but this is ghost bullets, and then also, um, what's the inerrant accuracy? Like bloom. bloom. These are all the things that we talk about that add some a certain amount of randomization. That for the most part, yeah, I don't dig either, but. As a perk, it's not bad. Like, it's just, it's situational. I get it. I mean, at this point yeah. in time, though, PvP's been so balanced that people have not been digging it. So, just break it. These exotics mm-hmm. are breaking it. Yeah. I'm I super stoked. Definitely. Uh, in addition to the exotic changes, which we've loved the previews, I think they've yes. previewed enough, though. I want to get in the sandbox and try any others out for myself. Yeah. Uh, there's also going to be a progression change. They're changing it. I'm just going to read off my paper here, so we should go to the wide. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the result that was achieving the cap felt less, set, less satisfying. It was easy, and there weren't any activities that dared to require it anyway um basically they're adjusting it so that uh the the gap there's a soft cap for warmind of 340 and the hard cap is 380 mm-hmm. and then that doesn't take into effect the plus five so the the jump from 340 to 370 will be the same from 370 to 380 i believe that's what they said yeah yeah just reading a little further in that looks like i got it right page two <laughs> yes yeah i mean so i'm actually kind good. of excited about that i was worried that they were going to falsely Strung, string out the, yeah. the power climb. But after reading what they actually said about it, it sounds like they're reverting to more of a destiny one thing without the exotic cheese. Yes. So they're getting rid of the exotic climb cheese. Uh, exotic. How do you guys feel about that? Do you, are, do you think they're going to falsely inflate the length of the war mind or do you think this is a smart strategy? I mean, I think it's smart. I think the challenge that they have is that, yeah, people did a bunch of things to power up, but there was no reason to get max power. Yeah. Like even the raid, you could do it so under leveled that mm-hmm. it was kind of useless. So yeah, yeah, I hope that there's activities that require you to actually have some power level to be difficult yeah they kind of talked about it they want people coming in every week and doing the raid doing trials of osiris and doing their weekly events how do you feel about the the changes steven to the climb we don't um, know sorry if it if it's going to include trials because those things right now are not power level yeah. dependent well they actually say end. that uh the climb will be more impactful if you are doing trials or the weekly events like the raid i wonder if that means that they're potentially going to like bring light level back for those things yeah. well so my take from that is you get higher light gear or higher power gear from those activities Mm -hmm. it doesn't to me that doesn't mean that those activities will require light right Uh, well for trials Mm -hmm. yeah but um i'm a pvp guy but i love the grind to get to max light when the game first comes out yeah or when content first comes out yeah and because it was cool it's like oh my god that guy's at light cap already how did he do it and i think that's what makes destiny so lovable but do you guys remember the Destiny 2 grind? It was just public events. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that was not fun. Yeah. And I'm sure they learned from that. I'm excited yeah. for what they're changing. Uh, I wasn't very optimistic about Warmind, but after the 6v6 and the exotic videos, I, mm-hmm. I'm getting, I'm getting optimistic. Yeah. yeah me yeah, too. I'm getting me excited. Too. Now, campaign wise, I'm still a little bit nervous because of the development time that they've right. had with it. Yeah. I hope the story is better than what we, we were given for Curse of Osiris. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, I didn't love the Curse of Osiris story. I mean, you can read my review on IGN.com. Uh, yeah. So we're going to see what happens with Warmind yeah. and go from there. 
Yeah. I feel like if Curse of Osiris like had a little bit more of a post game grind because the campaign's one thing, mm-hmm. it's all very easy. That's where I hope there's a little bit more challenge to it. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about a game that just came out, God of War, which is super exciting. Fantastic. That game is great very, progression loop. Great progression. It's difficult. Like it's actually a hard game. I'm but, playing on giving God of War mode. Just there saying. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so I'm playing yeah. through it right now too. But there's something to be said about games that feel like they have a nice progression mm-hmm. and that are difficult. Like yeah. Destiny 2 coming into it from a campaign standpoint felt way too easy mm-hmm. and there was nothing to do after that felt difficult besides the raid. So I'm playing Giving God of War hardest mode, right? Mm-hmm. And every time you pass every encounter, it you feel like a an god. Accomplishment. A yeah. god. It's like an accomplishment. It's like, yeah. yes, I statted properly. I yeah. put the runes in the right slots and everything yeah. and I'm like, oh, there was a game where I used to get this sort of no. feeling when I'm like, I figured out an encounter, figured out the best DPS and God of War has that right now and I hope Destiny learns to bring that back and that's the balance that i think they were trying to achieve and i just think they went too far in the opposite direction right like i mean we all remember um you know val stark like it took forever to kill him to the point you're like saw you're like well see you later yeah (laughs) oh it's val this week i'm good (laughs) i'm out i'm just like gonna go up the next raid so Uh, and that music is oh dear god it's still (laughs) 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 entered a war with the cabal exactly yeah (laughs) Yeah. oh no yeah so i mean i understand some of the decisions why but too far in one direction. I'm glad they're kind of making a pivot back. And yeah, I hope that there's other activities that get released where strikes feel like they're difficult. Would you guys like power level to come back for trials in Iron Banner? I mean, yes. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Steven? Um, I don't, I want it to come back for Iron Banner because that's, but that's, not trials. Trials. I don't mind it not being there because their decision to not make it light level based or powerless. I keep saying light level. No, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Allows more players to play, yes. which is always a good thing. I think Iron Banner is a weekly event that you play to get light level. But I yep. think for Trials, it should just be the gameplay itself. Anyone can play and get the loot. I remember when I would hop over to my Xbox character that was super low and I'd hop into Iron Banner for the week. And I'd be like, if I get a kill, really, I've won because <laughs> I am way under level for this event. Yeah. <laughs> but but I think that's good. I, I agree with Steven. Like the, the power level thing as a barrier to entry for trials was not good because yeah. the competitive PvP guys just wanted to play it. Even right now, playing through the campaign to be able to play trials on your second and third character, that's a bit of a grind too for those people because they don't want to do it, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it's good, but I agree with you. Iron Banner. Iron Banner, I, I think it should be power level enabled. Trials, no. I don't mind it not being power level enabled. Yeah. I agree. So with all this stuff in mind, you guys seem to be pretty excited going into May 8th. What do you think is going to happen with the PvE sandbox versus the PvP? Do you think it's going to be positive? Do you think PvP is going to be a disaster for a while? I do. But I think think PvE is going to be a blast. When you say disaster, what do you mean? I mean, like, it's going to be, everyone's going to be figuring out what to do. You're not going to be going oh, like against a, the same Like a good like, disaster. A good disaster. Right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Good disaster. Yeah. Disaster, but in a positive way. Right. Destin is being positive today. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you think? Um, PVP, they're not going to, I want them to lower the TTK. Right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an advocate of that. Uh, I, I still am very iffy on the 44. If they bring 6v6 as a permanent playlist, I'll be in that mode. Um, for the PVE, I'm, Pretty excited. Can I can I give a my little insight on the PVE? Sure. That's why you're here. <laughs> For the Crystal Osiris post game post game activities <laughs> post game activities aside, I think the biggest disappointment at Crystal Osiris was, and you guys were talking about God of War. I haven't played God of War yet, but to me, it seems like there's a super big investment on the father and son relationship. Yes, can I, is that safe to say? Yeah. For Crystal Osiris, Osiris was this character that we 
haven't seen for three, three and a half years in Destiny 1. Actually, never really, yeah, right? Never. Yeah, never. But yeah, there was always about lore about it, grimoire yeah, about it. Yeah. People wanted to know more about him. And we were so invested in the character. Curse of Osiris just felt like a huge dud. It, it did not live up to the character that we imagined. Yeah. For Warmind, I want to be invested into Rasputin or what, whoever it is, yeah. Charlemagne. I want, after the campaign is over, I want to feel satisfied about waiting three and a half years for this character. Right. If we go into Warmind and kill whatever it is and that's it, I'm going to be super disappointed. Well, or yeah. or if he's like, you did great, Guardian. I've made this world of infinite realities, but really you're only going to get like three or four. See you later. You yeah. know, also goodbye. <laughs> yeah. You'll never see me again. some attachment that would to be the bad. campaign. Yeah. And I want, I want the campaign to feed into the excitement of going into that raid. Yeah. And I know we're not getting yeah. a new raid, right? We're getting a raid, yeah, layer. Yep. raid layer. So so it's not going to be a Rasputin-based raid, but I want the campaign to make the player base feel excited. And I, feel I never like want another Bungie raid has layer. that problem. Well, so here's the thing. <laughs> I, I actually don't mind the raid yeah. layers overall. Like I think I think like Argos and like Year of Worlds was mm-hmm. really good, but I totally feel you on the disconnect with the actual campaign or what happens in the campaign mm-hmm. versus you know, post like yeah, and I know, think that's why completion. Taken King was such a great experience. as well. Yeah, the campaign led directly into the raid. Yes, you mm-hmm. killed Oryx, and then you have to kill kind of Big Daddy Oryx. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. but yeah, and even and even Crota, right? For the yeah. for the Dark Below, for all the problems that people, if you look back, that people complained about, it felt very progressive in that. Okay, we're fighting up. We've heard about this baddie. Now we're gonna like take him down. Yeah, and, and that I, that does feel as a disconnect I hope they bring between that the back. campaign and the uh, the raid. I love the raid layer. Um, yeah, it's really good. I am excited for the Ray layer, but I am getting kind of sick of that theme, the callous theme. Right, right that right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't yeah. want to like be given a raid and then be given another piece and another piece and another piece of it, yeah. all going to that same place. Yeah. I don't like going to the raid planet. Exactly. I don't like yeah. that. I like I like the in Destiny one that they all had sort of a unique theme, different theme. Yeah. They kind of do that with this, but you always go to that ship. It's still Cabal. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And I think we're just a little jaded on that right now. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing. I mean, that's the number one request when I look at Reddit and everywhere else. It's like we want a new enemy type we want a new character we want a new planet that feels i mean and obviously it's gonna be mars so we'll see what they've done with it but there needs to be some kind of new faction or enemy that feels different why do you think it's gonna be mars exactly well i don't know is it the leaks well yeah i mean Mm -hmm. so we have no cap exactly it's snow cap mars like we have no official did you you guys see that tweet uh i think it was Irk eric Eric Osborne. did you see his tweet he retweeted nasa i think Oh really? Yes. Yeah. Nasa I, I was talking about uh, the snow-capped dunes of Mars, and he retweeted it. And he's, yeah. he said something witty, but I think it's going to be. <laughs> I think it's going to be Mars. All right. Well, that that would be pretty interesting. Uh, the final topic we have this week is just we just want to talk a little bit about the the Creator Summit. So a lot of Destiny creators are going to Bungie to kind of give them direct feedback about mm-hmm. the the May eighth DLC and what they think of it. And yeah, so I just want to talk about that. We got YouTubers, live streamers, and uh, various community members, podcasters going. And uh, yeah, so what Deej actually said about it was, Thursday and Friday will be honored and humbled to host a small but insightful sampling of the community here in our studio. They'll be here to give us their opinions on our goals and on our plans. Some of them you know, some of them we know. We want you to know that this is not the only way we're gathering feedback about Destiny 2. Because they already do this. They do yeah. this every week. Any, I'm, I'm glad that the content creators are there and that they're giving this feedback. Yeah. But having spoken to Bungie in the past, anything I tell them, anything feedback-wise, they're like, oh, yeah, we had those conversations. Yeah. 
you know. So they are collecting that data. Yeah. They know what people want and the adjustments that need to be made, uh, which is which is why it's so shocking to me. Like, is Des- how did Destiny Two end up the way it is? And I'm hoping that the Mayth adjustment happens. So it's interesting when you list In all the different, way. yeah, let's list all the different people who are there. Yeah. The challenge is, I mean, even when I've done a poll for something is there's a varying degree of people who want different things of the game. There's like PVP, there's PVE, there's a the lore, you know, side of things. So yeah. it's hard to please a diverse group of people and then still feel like you're doing the thing that you want to do. So yeah, I hope that they have a chance to get it, you know, to talk to them and even see some stuff. And yeah, I don't know. Obviously, there's been embargoes on some of it stuff. You know, yeah. they're going to talk. It's about, coming but, soon. But uh, yeah, it's probably all- April 24th will be the Bungie reveal, and yeah. then the 25th, 20, then the 25th or something. Yeah. Or the 24th will be when like when embargoes up for everybody. Then they usually do a stepped embargo, right? Yeah. So like a three tier thing, and then May 8th we'll all get to play. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So some comments that you took down, CJ, yeah. from uh, YouTube chat. For example, Daniel Reed forces seriously the real reason Bungie are bringing streamers and content creators in is because they want you as community leaders to start the hype train for the next DLC. I mean, that's marketing strategy, sort of. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I've seen that comment a lot. And without yeah. being a Bungie employee, I mean, there's probably a certain amount of that. Like, there's a lot of people who are. You know, there's some people who are obviously still invested in the community. There's some people who have fallen off the Destiny train and are just not playing it. They definitely want to feel like they're communicating with people, even if it's not the hype train, Mm -hmm. to just say, hey, you know what? We've heard your feedback. This is the real reason you're here. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, we don't know their intentions. So I understand that, you know, that mindset. But, you know, until until we actually know or hear from them, I mean, that makes sense. But – it's not a it's not a hype train strategy. I don't think. I disagree with what this person yeah, said. I, don't think I, I think Bungie can do that themselves by doing their own live streams and showing off people yes. what they say. I think they're bringing in these people to get direct feedback and show the community that they are getting direct feedback from the community, even though we all know they already know this. Yes. Whatever those guys are going to say, fix the vault. Whatever those guys are going <laughs> to say, Bungie has heard it before. Yeah. I don't know from where. But uh, Steven, <laughs> like, is there any feedback Here. that you think that they're not going to get in this format? Well, that comment is a valid complaint. I can mm-hmm. see why a lot of people think that. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people on this list that don't play Destiny 2 anymore. Yeah. But they have large communities. and Gathalian. Gathalian. Yeah. Most of them. Yeah. and they're, But looking at this list... There's a lot of names that I am familiar with that have a level headed and they're not just going to feed into the hype. Yeah. And I think at this point in the, in the state of the game, they do have their concerns about the game and I think they are going to voice them. And I, I feel comfortable with this group of people talking to Bungie. I don't think it's a hype, uh, what did he say? A hype train for the next like DLC? A PR yeah. Hype train, yeah. Yeah. It's not a PR. Um, as far as I know, they're not allowed to talk about it until April 24th anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like you said, Bungie's going to hype it themselves on April 24th. Yeah. So I hope that this group of people will voice their concerns that their community is has been telling them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in turn, I hope Bungie assures them or shows them mm-hmm. we we are really listening. Yeah. <laughs> and here's an example. Honestly, I don't want to see their – Whatever gameplay capture that they do, I want to hear yeah. how Bungie is are. listening to us and what their impressions are about how Bungie was. Yeah, listening I to want. Us. I, I'm hoping that they give them a direct example. Like, yeah. for example, like, oh, you guys want to lower TTK? This is what's coming in September. Yeah. yeah, and and the videos are great in the Bungie blog. I I think that's the challenge in general, and I mean that's the reason why I they're pull. all about putting up 
and not saying anything until they can. So that's the thing, right? Like that's why I had to pick that comment out. It's like the we are listening thing that is at the point now where it's been said so many times. It's, it feels patronizing. It feels patronizing yeah. and frustrating, right? So that I can understand why people feel that way. But mm-hmm. on the other side of it, you know, I've said this about Destiny in general. Is there's a part of you that does want to be excited and there's a part yeah. of you that wants to believe in that magic. And it takes a long time to do game development. When you see the God of War creator go on there and talk about all the process in the oh, last yeah. like three or four years and how emotional mm-hmm. it is, there's a lot invested into these things. Totally. I want to feel like there's some surprises still mm-hmm. with knowing a little bit what's going on behind the scenes, but there's an incredible amount of balance that goes into, hey, this is the product that we believe and mm-hmm. want you guys to experience, and at the same time not feeling like, okay, now we've we've made it a little too high mm-hmm. and and you have this expectation. I think that's been Bungie's challenge the last like six months is setting the expectations mm-hmm. properly. And, and you know, before like everybody was anti-Luke Smith, I think people love Luke Smith because yeah. he's kind of cuts through the bullshit. Yeah. You yeah. know, he just he's really honest about his feelings, about how he feels about the game. And you don't necessarily get that when you're you're getting a press release or whatever. Yeah. Like he just kind of cuts through all that and is very straightforward. It is. And it's appreciated by the community. It is. And it's unfortunate because for the most part, some of those things that he says, like he, he's a very kind of cavalier guy. Mm-hmm. It gets taken and thrown out of context. And then it gets yeah. used as a meme later on. So yeah. but he's not on, you know, Reddit and social media you know, making a bunch of derogatory comments or anything like that. So, yeah, hopefully people can see that side of, you know, the creators there and yeah. understand that they're passionate about this game and really want it to be the best I, it can be. Typical apologist, CJ. Oh, there it is. What do you got, Chill. I wouldn't mind if they did this more often because mm-hmm. with Destiny, Destiny's problem has always been they take a long time to change the sandbox or do something. Yeah. And then by the time it's out, it takes too long to change if people don't like it. Yeah. Well, you have to agree. And, and that, that frustrates the community. Mm-hmm. But if they do these summits more often, show what they're going to show and then get a general feedback, eh, we don't like this, we do like this, then they can change it more proactively. I'll say this. They take community feedback regularly. They don't do it publicly in a fashion like this. And yes, that's right. what they're doing different and, and, this time. And that is why yeah. I'm – optimistic that they're doing this yep real five said it doesn't have to be amazing look at d1 year one dark below was meh house of wolves wasn't amazing but it showed progress then we got taking king probably the pinnacle because they changed all kinds of stuff this is the time frame we need to anticipate september before we get the big changes we want what we need warmind to do is show us it's headed back in the right direction well six v six rumble eight yeah Putting it down to six, yep. you know, kind of messing around with that stuff. I think it is showing that they are making faster adjustments. Yeah. And it's been positive. And I, I hope the community comes back because I, I love this game and yeah. I want it to be successful. And that's why I'm so salty at most of the time because I'm like, it's like, I know Bungie knows better yeah. and I just want my game, the game that I love to play to be great again. Yeah. You know? I, and, and that's the overarching theme in like, I think Reddit posts and YouTube and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you think. Like, I'm actually curious to, uh, here, because a lot of people say we focus on PvP a little bit more than PvE. I think the game should be balanced around PvE. And this mm-hmm. is as a PvP player. To me, the Destiny, you know, this needs to be a hardcore esports 4v4 competitive because that's what Halo I think was. That and boat has that boat, yeah, it's yeah, like that, we don't have private matches yet. No, we're not getting that. to me. Yeah. Like, like I, I felt that that's what they were leaning into mm-hmm. at the reveal, and I don't feel like that anymore. Yeah. And and now it's like 
make the game broken in the best kind of way that makes PvE super fun and bring that craziness to PvP. Like totally agree. Thorn, Last Word, Crazy Fast TTK, yeah. make Vigilance, you know, the new thing and, and everything, bring everything up to that. So yeah, Josh Hamrick made the, the smoothening out, uh, <laughs> you know, but that's exactly what they need to do. They need to leave the spikes of personality in the weapons. Yeah. Totally agree. We are at time for the show. Steven, thank you so much for joining us thank today. Thank you for having me. Thanks, yeah. Man. People can yeah. check out your stuff regularly uh-huh. on youtube.com uh-huh. slash IGN. Yeah, and you guys can also follow me on Twitter at S-T-E-V-R-Y-U. Stevru. First plug. That's right. Wow. Nicely done, man. He's pretty good. He's all right. He's all right. He's 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 okay. Yeah, Yeah, thanks. (laughs) All right, so we're going to wrap it up. And audience, that's all we have this time. So until next time, Guardians out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.